This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. One of Taiwan's oldest celebrations of Yuan Xiaojie is the Sky Lantern Festival in New Taipei City. On Tuesday, 1,200 lanterns took flight in celebrations at Shifan. Rick Glowett was there. Lift off. People release paper lanterns into the sky not far from Taiwan's capital, Taipei. It's Yuan Xiaojie, or the Lantern Festival the 14th and final day of Lunar New Year celebrations in Taiwan. Here in Shifen in New Taipei City, residents and tourists alike write auspicious greetings and their hopes and dreams for the new year on these sky lanterns before sending them heavenwards. The city government has hosted events in these towns around this area for 23 years. Thousands of people have come here today to watch more than 1,200 lanterns being set off. It's a tradition that dates back centuries, to a time when these hills were roamed by bandits, and different villages used to let off these lanterns to let their neighboring villages know that their area was safe. The star of this year's event, an eight-meter-tall lantern highlighting the region's top tourist spots. Environmentalists are concerned about the spent lanterns landing on the surrounding countryside, famous for its tea fields and hiking trails. But city officials say they use recycled materials and clean up the surrounding area after the event. This year, pandemic restrictions and rain have reduced the number of attendees, but have not dampened their spirits. On this cold, wet February eve, the festive season officially ended for Taiwanese, and the new year begins in earnest. Chris Ma and Rick Lauert for Taiwan Plus. A Chinese civilian aircraft was spotted near Dongin, a remote Taiwan-controlled island neighboring the Chinese coast, earlier this month. Taiwan's defense ministry said the plane was a light twin-engine aircraft. It flew near Dongin Island, which is located east of China's Fujian province and northwest of Taiwan. The ministry said it was unclear what the aircraft's intentions were, but that the military was fully prepared for any level of threat from China. Taiwan recorded 14 domestic cases of COVID-19 and 53 imported on Wednesday. The government is now considering reopening the country's borders to foreign tourists. Taiwan has been closed to visitors since March 2020. The Tourism Bureau is hoping that opening the borders this year will help revive the flagging tourism industry. Health Minister Sun Zizong says the government is weighing its options. A group of researchers from Academia Sinica, Taiwan's top research institute, has developed a series of vaccines that could be highly effective against all current and future variants of COVID-19. These new vac vaccines could lower global COVID cases and protect people from breakthrough infections. Bing Wang reports. A team of scientists from Academia Sinica, Taiwan's top research institute, has made a breakthrough for immunizing against COVID-19. The newly developed vaccines are mRNA-based, similar to Pfizer-BioNTech and Moderna, and they could also work against future variants. Four different types were created, one of which has shown to be highly effective against the Omicron variant of COVID-19. It produced 37 times the neutralizing antibodies compared to current vaccines. This means that there will be fewer breakthrough infections among the vaccinated, Two of the four vaccines produced by the Institute have a high protection rate, regardless of COVID variant. 
So far, the vaccines have yet to be tested on humans, but the team is optimistic. They also believe the science behind this development could be applied to other diseases, such as the Zika virus and avian flu. The project is still in its initial phases, but researchers expect to have more complete results in the coming weeks. Kama Xu and Bing Wang for Taiwan Plus. U.S. biotechnology company and vaccine maker Moderna has announced plans to establish a subsidiary in Taiwan. The company will also set up branches in Malaysia, Singapore, and Hong Kong. Moderna hopes the new Taiwan subsidiary will help its manufacturing and distribution in the Asia-Pacific region. In 2021, Moderna delivered 807 million doses of its COVID-19 vaccine worldwide and expects to go beyond that in 2022. Taiwan's President Tsai Ing-wen was in Kaohsiung on Tuesday to attend the country's official Lantern Festival. It's the first time it's been held in that city in 20 years. She thanked Kaohsiung for hosting the event despite the challenges of the pandemic. Louise Watt reports. The colourful centrepiece of this year's Taiwan Lantern Festival was officially lit in the presence of Taiwan's President and Premier. They'd made a special trip south to Kaohsiung to attend the event. In a speech, President Tsai thanked Taiwanese for coming together to fight COVID-19. The centerpiece lantern is called Phoenix Flying, inspired by the calligraphy for the Chinese character Phoenix. To the left, the shape of Taiwan. It symbolizes hopes for peace, prosperity and pandemic prevention. The last time Kaohsiung hosted the National Lantern Festival was 20 years ago. Since then, it's begun a transformation from an industrial city to one more oriented towards tourism and entertainment. But a little further north in Tainan, a totally different way of celebrating. The annual Yanshui Beehive Festival attracted people in helmets and other protective gear to have fireworks pelted at them. Despite the scenes, this was a quieter event than usual, scaled down because of the pandemic, but they still set off two million firecrackers. An estimated 25,000 people turned out, according to Tainan's government. One woman sustained minor injuries after being hit by a flying rock, and a firecracker hit a tourist who wasn't wearing protective gear near the eye. Elsewhere in Taiwan, lanterns carried wishes for the new lunar year and a collective hope for an end to the pandemic. Klein Wong and Louise Watt for Taiwan Plus. Police in Honduras have detained the former president, Juan Orlando Hernandez, following an extradition request by the U.S. government on drug trafficking and weapons charges. Hernandez was escorted from his home in the Honduran capital. He was shackled at the wrists and ankles and was wearing a bulletproof jacket. He led the country for eight years and left office less than a month ago. The U.S. accuses Hernandez of being part of a scheme to receive cocaine from Colombia and Venezuela and ship it to the United States. The former president's brother is already serving a life sentence in the U.S. for his role in the operation. 
North Korea is holding a national holiday to mark the 80th anniversary of the birth of its former leader, Kim Jong-il. A snowy ceremony took place in Samjion, close to Mount Paktu, North Korea's iconic peak on the border with China. Crowds gathered before a statue of Kim Jong-il, shouting praise to the late leader. The North Korean regime says Kim was born in a forest at the foot of the mountain, but historians outside the country say he was born in the far east of the Soviet Union. Kim ruled the reclusive state for 17 years and was succeeded by his son, the current leader, Kim Jong-un. Top Hong Kong officials are self-isolating after members of their personal staff tested positive for COVID-19 in the city's biggest ever outbreak. Chief Secretary John Lee, Hong Kong's number two official, and cabinet member Regina Yip both say they are isolating at home after their domestic helper and driver, respectively, tested positive. This comes as Hong Kong's Omicron-fueled fifth wave continues to set new records. More than 7,000 positive cases were reported on Tuesday. Chief Executive Carrie Lam has said she does not currently plan on implementing a citywide lockdown. China's President Xi Jinping has urged Hong Kong authorities to take all necessary measures to tackle the outbreak. And to the Beijing Olympics now, where Russian figure skater Kamila Valieva returned to competition on Tuesday for her first performance since being cleared to compete following a positive drug test. If you recall, she was a teenager who made history by becoming the first woman to land a quadruple jump at the Olympics. The 15-year-old was granted leave to compete on Monday by the International Court of Arbitration for Sport, but she will have to wait to receive any medals if she finishes in the top three of her events. Officials are still investigating whether Valieva broke anti-doping rules after a sample taken in December was found to contain a banned substance. Valieva's legal team says the positive test was caused by a mix-up with her grandfather's heart medication. Thank you for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.